Welcome to the God and Your Business podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, the Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Well, welcome back, my friends, to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. I just got off a call. As many of you know, I run a I run a daily prayer meeting and I just went through some scriptures that really blew my mind. And I was like, yeah, let me come record this episode. So today I'm going to be talking about how to show up confidently in the marketplace. And it is not what you think, but this is going to be so good. So I want to start off from here. Genesis 1.26. Let's just dig in, okay? Genesis 1.26 is kind of this scripture where God first starts talking about man, right? In Genesis chapter one, it's all about creation and all of that. And this is what it says. I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion. And it gives the spheres of dominion and all of that. Let us make man in his image and in let us make man in our image and in our likeness, right? And so the first thing, the very first thing that God gave man, even before he actually made him, was an image, was an identity. And everything we do kind of stems from that when you think about actions, right? So if we think we are people who are great entrepreneurs, we go out there and do what great entrepreneurs do and we get great results. If we think we are great great parents, we go out there and do what great parents do and we get great results. When we think we're not, we show up differently and we get different results. Identity, who do I think I am? Now, the good thing about this is we have 66 books in the Bible filled with what God says about us, who we are, so we have access to the information. The other side of it is if we don't dig into the scriptures, if we don't dig into the word, if we don't pay the price for revelation, then we don't really know who we are. We walk around with a distorted image. And, you know, I guess I'll stop here and I'll say that Satan's number one strategy is deception, right? Like think about what he did in the Garden of Eden. He's like, oh, did God really say you shouldn't eat, you know, the fruit from that tree? And Eve is like, yeah, he said we shouldn't eat it. We shouldn't touch it. If we touch it, we'll die. And then he said, well, God knows that if you eat it, you'll be like him. Hang on though. God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. They were already like God, right? So he's big on deception really big on deception. And because of that, we also need to realize that we have to guard ourselves from deception. We have to look for the truth and guard ourselves from deception. So what is the acid test for everything? The book, the word of God, what does it say, right? What does it say? What is the theme? The more you know of the word, the less susceptible you are to deception, the more you figure out who you are, the more you show up like you and you start getting the kind of results that you read about in the Bible, right? And so he made us in his image. He made us after his likeness. 
and he designed us for dominion. So that's the overarching thing, okay? The first thing he gave us is an image. And so I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, the more I know of who I am, the more I see myself the way he sees me, the better everything is because it all comes out of the identity, right? And so I started going like, okay, so what does God say about us? And I picked a scripture. I picked First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. I was like, you know what? He says a lot about us there. And so let me go meditate on that. And if you haven't listened to the episode on how to meditate, you want to listen to that. It will give you kind of a framework. And so that's what I did with this verse. And so I read the verse. I'm going to read it to you, and then I'll tell you what I did with it. It's First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So I'll read that again. You can personalize that, right? Because he's saying you. So I am a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. I may declare the praises of him who called me out of darkness into his wonderful light. And, you know, it's in reading this scripture that I was like, wait a minute, he did all this stuff and he wants me to declare his praises. That means I'm his billboard. And that's where I got that concept of I'm a billboard for God. I'm a billboard. So I try to live a life and I try to get results and and all of that stuff in line with what he said so I can properly represent him, right? Like you don't want to see a billboard for Chick-fil-A, which is a which is a, rest, a fast food restaurant in, in Georgia. You don't want to see that. And what's on it is a is a Big Mac. You know what I mean? Like that's misrepresenting. And I don't want to be that billboard. And of course he gives us the grace and he shows us how and all of that stuff. But that's one of my life goals is to live a life that represents the scriptures. Like people look at my life and they're reading the Bible, right? That kind of life. Anyway, so so I, I looked at it. And I was like, wait a minute. So in my time of meditation, I'm like, wait a minute. Look at all the adjectives that are used to describe me. And so I pulled them out. So number one, chosen. Number two, royal. Number three, holy. Number four, special possession. Four different words used to describe me. And so the thing about words is, I mean, we kind of sort of know the meaning of words, but if you say, if someone tells you define it, you're like, well, it's kind of like, yeah. So a lot of times when I'm spending time in meditation, I will go to the dictionary to look for the meaning of the words. And this blew my mind. Okay. But first of all, let's just start even before we look at that. I'm not ordinary, right? You say like, okay, what does this have to do with confidence in the, in the marketplace? Because if you know who you are, you show up like that. If you know who God made you to be, you show up that way. It is so different. The energy is different. The confidence is like through the roof. You'll see. So I am chosen. I'm chosen. I'm royal. I'm holy. I'm God's special possession. All right, so let's look at them. So chosen. Chosen means having been selected as the best. What? <laughs> I read that. I, I had to look again. I said, is that what the dictionary actually says? I'm chosen. I'm selected as the best. And you might be thinking, but I'm not the best. This is why Jesus died. Jesus died to give us that status, to give us that worthiness, to give he that's why. Of course, in our in ourselves, we aren't, but by Christ we are. 
I'm chosen as the best. That's who I am. I'm not ordinary. I'm not the worst. I'm not a nobody. I was chosen by the creator of the universe as the best. Okay, so chosen. Oh my goodness. Number two, royalty. Royalty means having the status of a king or a queen or a member of their family. Hmm. Okay, so when you think about it, and you might be like, yeah, but my family is in Oregon. Listen to me. I am, I have dual citizenship, okay? So I am American by birth. My parents are from Nigeria, so I'm Nigerian. I have both citizenships. I have both passports. And when I pull out whatever passport gives me the advantage, okay? So if I'm trying to go to Nigeria, I need an American visa. If I, if I wasn't Nigerian, I would need an American visa and all of that stuff. I don't bother with any of that. I just show up and I show them my green passport. Boom. I cross over. I do all the things I need to do. When I need to come into the U.S., that green passport cannot bring me into the U.S. So I have a blue passport. And when I come into the U.S., I pull out that passport, right? If there are benefits in the U.S. that my green passport cannot give me access to, no problem. I just pull out my blue one, right? Now, we belong to two kingdoms. God has translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. That's in Colossians 1.13, okay? We've been translated. We've been put in another kingdom, all right? And now that kingdom is the higher kingdom. It is. And so you are part of that kingdom and the king is your father and he made you royalty. Now, someone who is royalty in one country doesn't go to another country, especially if that country is less powerful, and then forget that they're royalty. You are royalty. You are royalty. You are part of the ruling family of the universe. You're royalty. And so I'm chosen. I'm royal. So the question is, do we go about our day recognizing that we're royalty? Do we go about our day recognizing that we're chosen? What is the subconscious narrative going on in our minds? Is it that? Because if it isn't, this is something to meditate in until, right? Okay, so the third thing is we're holy. Now, in this context, the holy doesn't mean without sin. That, that's part of it, but that's not what it means. It means separate. It means set apart. It means sacred. I'm sacred. I'm set apart. I'm elite. I'm holy. I'm not common. I'm holy. I'm holy. <laughs> and number four, I'm God's special possession. And the way I like to think about it, like, and, and some commentaries say his treasure. So I want you to think about it, right? Think about maybe you've gone to somebody's house, someone who's really wealthy, and they took you on a tour of the house. A lot of people have something that is their treasure, right? And so for um, for some women, they have a walk-in closet that's the size of three average bedrooms and their shoe collection is their treasure. So they save that part of the house for last and they're like, oh my goodness, come and see this. This is like everything, right? This is heaven to me. Some guys, they have a wine cellar and they, you know, they save that part of that. Then they're like, oh my goodness, this wine cellar. And they're showing you this wine that's, you know, 200 years old and all this kind of stuff. Some other people it's, it's a safe. 
they have this state-of-the-art safe and they have their jewelry and, you know, worth millions and tens and hundreds of millions of dollars and all of that inside there. And they save that part for last. I am God's special possession. Like if he were to take you on a tour of heaven and he would save the best for last and that's us. And he'll say, come see my people, my treasure. And you might say, I don't think so. Okay. He sent his son to die for us, right? And he needed to send his son. Like there's no amount of gold that would have made up for it. There's not like he needed to send his son to die. And he did that because we're that valuable. How do you know the value of something? A lot of times it's what was paid for. There's no amount of money that could pay for you. No amount of gold that could pay for you. No number of angels that could pay for you. It had to be God's son. There was only one of him. Only one. Only one heir. Only one. And that had to, he had to go and die so that God can get us. So think about it. You're chosen. You've been selected as the best. You're royal. You have the status of being a king or a queen or a member of the royal family. You are holy. You're set apart, separate, sacred. You are God's special possession. You're his treasure. I want you to sit with that and realize that when God said, let us make man in our image, this is part of that image. This is part of the way we should be seeing ourselves. This is when we look in the mirror, we should see our reflection, but these are the thoughts that should be coming up. I'm chosen, royal, holy. I'm God's special possession. Not my life sucks. Nothing ever works for me. I don't think I can do this. None of that kind of stuff. Not even the neutral stuff, right? Oh my goodness. Now, if you meditate on this, if you sit on this, if you write this out, if you make this your predominant thinking, think of the way you show up as an entrepreneur. Because guess what? For most people, your businesses are businesses that are God-ordained. And God wants you to make a change in the world. And you show up knowing that this is who I am and I have the backing of heaven and I am called to do this and I'm going to get it done. The energy is so different. You show up confidently. You show up knowing that you have God's help. You show up knowing that God wants you to do well, to succeed, because he wants you to show off his praises, to tell his praises and show people how good he is because he didn't just come for you and I, he came for everybody and he wants them to see. Again, Satan is deception and he convinces people that God doesn't exist or God is not good or it's not necessary to serve him or follow him. And we fix that deception by the lives that we live. So this is what I have for you today. And I want you to sit in the scripture. I want you to meditate on it more. I want you to own your identity. I want you to start showing up that way. Show up to work that way. Lead your team that way. Talk to your clients from that vantage point. Dominate the marketplace from that with your message from that standpoint. Look at the life of Jesus and go like, huh, he's my example. How did he do all these things? Lean into your identity. The more aware you are of who you truly are, the more confident you will be. So 
That's what I have for you. And I I thought it was so good. I was going to share it with you. So you let me know. You can always send me a PM. And as always, I am rooting for you a thousand percent. Okay. So take this, go dominate in your sphere, go show up as the royalty you are, share this episode with another entrepreneur in your life. And I will see you on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.